and welcome to Have a Heart, Do Your Part. I'm Mary Kashmoitz. I'm Mara Schoen. I'm Sajonic Sen. And we're here to talk about the dangers facing our coral reefs. If you don't live near the coral reefs, you're, you are probably thinking, how does this affect me? Everything in our environment is connected, so you will feel the effects of their loss regardless of where you live. But first, let's talk about the challenges they are facing now. There are many things that are threatening the coral reefs, such as over-exploitation, pollution, ineffective governance, coastal development, and of course, climate change. Well, let's start at the top. Tell us more about over-exploitation. The fish that live around the coral reefs are a major food source for people all over the world, as well as providing an economic benefit to the communities in the area. However, fishing traps set too close to coral reefs, as well as marine debris like coast traps, lost nets, and lines can damage coral reefs, which take a long time for coral reefs to recover. What are ghost traps? Ghost traps are traps that are abandoned, but still trapping and killing animals. There are volunteer divers who try to locate and remove abandoned gear to free the trapped animals, as well as rid the ocean of fishing garbage. This process is tedious and costly because there isn't a way to see where the traps are from the surface, which is often why they are abandoned in the first place. How can we help the situation here on land? That's a good question, Mara. If you eat fish, make sure to know where it came from and how it was harvested. A good website to use is www.fishwatch.com. If you own fish or are looking to purchase fish, know where your fish came from and avoid purchasing live coral. You can also educate yourself on your local fishing regulations and always release smaller fish and fish you don't plan to eat to keep our fish population strong. You also said pollution is harming our coral reef. In what ways is is that happening? When pollutants enter the water, they smother the coral reef, increase the production of algae, and lower the quality of the water, which make the coral reefs more susceptible to diseases, slows down growth and reproduction, and change the food structure on the reef. But but I live far away from the coral reefs. How can the pollution in my rivers and lakes harm them? Water moves farther than you think. Most of the water that runs through the various countries in the world will eventually end up in the ocean. Water is also evaporated in one area and then rains down upon a different area, which also accounts for the water movement across great distances. I'm only one person. Is there something I can do to help? If you own a home and can install rain barrels to collect rainwater, that would help keep the rainwater out of storm drains. Capturing the rainwater and using it for your own personal needs also conserves water and prevents the runoff water with chemicals and other pollutants from going into the stormwater drains. And that seems like a task that's too large for you right now. A simple small task that you can do is use sunscreen that has ingredients that are not harmful to the coral reefs. You can also cut down on sunscreen altogether by wearing long sleeve sun shirts to prevent sunburn. Using environmentally safe fertilizers would reduce chemicals in the runoff water too. Is our government doing anything to slow down the death of the coral reefs? In 1998, the Clinton administration established the U.S. Coral Reef Task Force, USCRTF, which was charged with examining reef problems and finding solutions. The USCRTF has been working with other government agencies such as the EPA, NOAA, NSF, and NASA, but still the coral reef health has continued to decline. 37% of all coral reefs in Florida have died since 1996, and coral diseases have increased 446% since 1996 as well. 
The reefs in U.S. control, such as Florida, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands, contribute $375 billion to the U.S. economy annually, and all of them may cease to exist in the coming decades. One of the greatest threats to the coral reefs in the U.S. is the unregulated coastal development, where soil runoff is causing sedimentation into nearby shore waters. These sediments reduce the sunlight that the reefs need, as well as the coral being highly sensitive to them. Well, it doesn't seem like a government has been doing anything about this recently. The EPA has been working with the USCRTF to implement Clean Water Act programs that protect water quality in watersheds and coastal waters. It is our responsibility to make sure our government continues to monitor and prevent pollution from entering the ocean waters. Do what you can and write a letter to your state representatives making them aware of these issues and that we are demanding steps be taken today to prevent the extinction of our beloved coral reefs. Another hot topic that you've mentioned earlier is climate change. How is climate change harming the coral reefs? I think it's safe to say that climate change is negatively affecting everything in our environment. Coral reefs are sensitive to water temperature and salinity. Water, warm water affects coral polyp physiology as well as the pH of seawater, which affects the calcification rates of hard corals and their ability to create coral reef structures. Warming seawater can also increase the likelihood of coral diseases, and when you combine a slight warming with overexploitation and pollution, the health of coral reefs doesn't stand a chance. Is there any hope for U.S. coral reefs? Yes, but we have to demand that the private sector work with the scientific community in the struggle to save the coral reefs. At the same time, we need decision makers to take significant steps not only in the U.S., but also around the world. Even if the U.S. was able to take steps to prevent overexploitation, pollution, coastal development, and climate change without the support of other countries, these issues would still find their way to our coral reefs. One example of a global step forward is an attempt to launch a satellite that will provide real-time information about the conditions of the reefs worldwide. This would reduce the need for traditional surveillance, which would allow funds to be diverted to more effective measures. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us on the quest to save our coral reefs. And remember, have, have a heart, do your part! part.